Turn with me to Psalm 55 and get ready to shout some tonight. There's some things we definitely ought to shout about in these great truths. You shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. The enemy is uh, continually trying to discourage and put fear and talk people out of believing. But when you know the truth, your fear leaves, your confidence soars, and you stomp your foot and you say, get out of here, devil. (laughs) And you're no longer afraid. Thank you, Lord. Faith displaces fear. You get full of faith, it'll push the fear out. And you know, the Bible says perfected love pushes fear out, casts out fear. And they're connected because faith works by love. The two are connected. When you know him and you love him and you trust him, The fear can't stay. Hallelujah. Well, in Psalm 55, let's look at truth that we've looked at previously. Truth that makes us free. Psalm 55 and verse 22. Thank you, Lord. You can be healed where you sit tonight. You can be delivered from habits, addictions, depression, frustrations, fears. You can be delivered right where you sit, right here. The Lord, easy for him to do, easy for him to do. And it's, it's a matter of us just opening our heart and opening our mind and responding to him. Somebody say, I'm a receiver. I'm a receiver of every good gift. Yes. I'm a receiver. Need to say this too. I'm a responder. I'm a responder. I'm a yielder to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, that's not a difficult concept. All that means is whatever he says to you, you do it. Right? Yes, sir. That's it. What what does yielding mean? Yielding means acting on the uh, promptings of the Holy Spirit. Acting on it. In Psalm 55, 22, it says, cast your burden upon the Lord, and what will happen? He shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous To be moved. Do we have a part in this? What's our part? Cast your burden on the Lord. Then what happens after you do that? He shall sustain you. What if you refuse to cast your burden on the Lord? Reckon that would hinder him from sustaining you. It, It would. It would. But as surely as you cast your burden on the Lord. 
Do you believe you can count on him to do what he said he would do? You know, sometimes people said, well, you just never know what the Lord's going to do. Well, he's not a liar. If he told you he'd do that, you can count on him doing that. Right? Do you believe that? I mean, it wouldn't be a compliment to me if, you know, I said, well, you do this and then I'm going to do this. And you told somebody and they said, well, you just never know what Brother Keith's going to do. What is that saying? It's saying, I might lie. I might have told you I'd do it, but I won't do it. That's, that's not a good thing to say about me, much less him. No, you can count on him to do what he said he would do. Surely as you do what he told you to do, you can count on it. Somebody say you can count on it. You, you can count on it. You do what he told you to do, you can count on it. He will do what he told you he would do. You can count on it. Count on it. Cast your burden. Let me read another translation. It says One says, unload your burden on Adonai and he will sustain you. The BBE says, put your cares on the Lord and he will be your support. God's word says he'll take care of you. The NET says, throw your burden upon the Lord and he will sustain you. Another one said, turn your worries over to the Lord and he will keep you going. (laughs) He'll keep you going. What's your part, my part? What do we got to do? We can't hold on to the burdens and the worries and cares, we've got to throw them off onto him. Got to do it. And as surely as we do that, he's going to keep us. This word sustain is translated other places. It's translated keep. It's translated nourish, feed, provide, guide, hold. Is God able to keep us? It is able to provide for us. To hold us. To sustain us. Everything we need. And we saw that in Psalm 91. Go back to Psalm 91. And have to be careful doing that. (laughs) But if we spend the rest of the night in Psalm 91. It's a good place to be. Is that right? I'm not overly concerned about it. But. Sometimes people have. uh, quoted a verse or two from Psalm 91 and used it just as a protection proof text. But we need to see the whole picture. In Psalm 91, are you there? Psalm 91 verse 1. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Let me read that to you from the uh, Young's literal translation. Young's literal, because it brings up something. We, We touched on it last time, but we need to look at it again and further. He who is dwelling in the secret place of the Most High, in the shade of the mighty, lodgeth habitually. You don't visit there, you live there. You stay there. Where do you stay? In the shade of the mighty. Now we're going to, uh, we're going to see that again. Uh, You see the word shadow. Well, what is a shadow? A shadow, my, my shadow is casting right here because of these TV lights. Now my shadow is on Jim here. And the same thing, if you're outside on a bright sunny day, you ever saw a cloud come by? And then you see it's a shadow. 
of that cloud. Well, you're under the shadow, you're under the cloud. Well, the Almighty, the Most High, cast a shadow of protection and blessing and benefit in His presence is fullness of joy. Hallelujah. And this is not uh, imaginary. This is very, very real. Look at it again, verse 1. He who's dwelling in the secret place of the Most High, in the shade of the mighty, lodgeth habitually. Verse 2. He is saying of Jehovah, my refuge, my bulwark, my God, I trust in him. I want you to say it out loud. God is my refuge. God is my fortress. And I trust him. You trust him for what? You trust him to do what? Well, the, whole, the subject of this whole psalm is to be kept, to be protected. And as we read through here, we'll skip down to Psalm 91, uh, 15, to the end of the psalm. And he says, he does, uh, call, well, actually, I'm moving too fast. Stop by verse 9. Verse 9. He says, because you have made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, your habitation. He brings this up again. Say it out loud. He's my refuge. He's my my fortress. fortress. I live in him. I live live under his shadow, under his shade. shade. Hallelujah. And in verse... uh, 15, he'll call upon me, I'll answer him, I'll be with him in trouble, I will deliver him and honor him, keep reading, with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Now we've touched on this before, but how, what does it mean with long life I'll satisfy him? How did he make it to long life? If you read back through the previous parts of the psalm, it's because the snare of the fowler didn't get him. Is that right? The noisome pestilence didn't get him. The arrow that flew by day didn't get him. Is that right? This earth is a dangerous place. There's enough uh, germs and, and disease in the air, in the water, in the food everything around you to kill you a thousand times over. There's crazy people driving cars and with loaded guns. Come on, are you listening? The only way you're going to make it and dodge all of this stuff for year after year and decade after decade, come on, until you reach the end and have run your whole race and finished your course, and with life, you are satisfied. Old and satisfied. is because you've been sustained. You've been kept. Hallelujah. You've been kept. He has to keep us for us to keep on (laughs) keeping on. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In order to reach the end of our course and race, in order to reach old age, there will be thousands upon thousands of things the enemy planned that didn't work out for him. <laughs> I am just continually missing the will of the devil. <laughs> How about you? I just, I just keep on missing his plan for my life. You too? <laughs> he, him and his cohorts will set up stuff for me. Have it planned for months. And the Spirit of God will check me and say, don't go there, go here. And I go here and just miss the whole thing. And a lot of times never even knew about it. You too? You too? That's what we're talking about in this whole song. The diseases didn't get them. The plagues didn't get them. The violence didn't get them. All of those things. He was kept by the power of God. By the faithfulness of God. Sustained. By the almighty. Said out loud again. I live under the shade. (laughs) Under the shade. Of El Shaddai. Praise be unto God. Go with me. To the book of Isaiah. The 25th chapter. You know, David made it, the one who God gave so many of these psalms through. We're going to read some of them tonight, unless the Lord leads us another direction. Was he, David ever in any danger? <laughs> Was he ever in any tight spots, we might say? <laughs> Saul and the elite forces of the nation chased him and his boys for months and months and months trying to kill them and they evaded them and and escaped them time after time after time and you know uh, when he was just a you might say a boy just a a young man uh, Saul himself threw a spear at him one time you remember that (laughs) So he knew something about arrows flying by day. <laughs> Didn't he? <laughs> he's, when he's talking about this, he's talking from, from experience. This is not just theory. And uh, as a boy, he faced none other than Goliath. Goliath faced him. And I think everybody there that day on both sides of the armies thought he's a dead boy. Even his own brothers. Is that right? Everybody thought. I I, I can't look at this. This is going to be a massacre. But he lived past Goliath. And he lived past Saul. Come on. Is that right? He lived past fight after fight. Battle after battle. War. Even some of his own people turning against him. Is that right? He made it until the Bible said there came a time when he was old. Remember that? The Bible said David, the son of Jesse, reigned over Israel. He reigned 40 years. And he died in a good old age. 
full of days, riches, and honor, and Solomon his son reigned in his stead. So Psalm 91 and all the other Psalms that came through him came to pass. Is that right? In his life. And he made it through all of these trials and tests. And some of them looked like it was the end. But it wasn't the end. So when the devil comes telling you this is the end. This is the end. You're not going to make it past this. David did. Others did. We looked at a few weeks back about Paul and all the stuff he went through. Did it look like it was it for him? When he shipwrecked out there, bobbing up and down like a cork in the sea with the sharks and everything else. When he was beat with rods, when he was stoned and left for dead, but he wasn't dead. Shipwreck didn't get him. Snake bite didn't get him. He made it. He made it until he came to the place of 2 Timothy. He said, I fought a good fight. Hallelujah. I finished my course. Did God sustain him through it all? God sustained him through it all. He made it to the end. I want you to say it out loud. God sustains me. I'm going to cast my burdens on him. I'm going to trust him. And he's going to keep me. And I'm going to make it all the way. I'm going to run my entire race. I'm going to finish my course with joy. I'm going to make it all the way. It's not because I know everything or have done everything perfectly. It's because of his mercy and grace and because I'm going to trust him. I'm not leaving him and he won't leave me. He'll never leave me, never forsake me, never leave you, never forsake you. And so there's no reason. If we'll hold fast to him. That we don't make it all the way. Somebody say all the way. way. Isaiah 25. Are you there? Isaiah 25.4. You'll see this come up again. 25.4. It says. You have been a strength to the poor. A strength to the needy. In his distress. A refuge from the storm. A shadow from the heat. When the blast of the terrible ones is as a storm against the wall. When there's a torrent of a raging storm. You need shelter. Right? You need to be able to get in and out of the storm. When the heat, especially in the desert, the blazing heat is bearing down on you. You need a shade. You need to get this sun off of your head for you have a sunstroke. What you need is a big rock. You need a big, somebody say big, big. You need a big rock that has a ledge you can get under. You need a rock so big it casts a shadow. And all you got to do is get in the shade. Get in the shade and get the sun off your head. Get under the ledge and get out of the storm. You need a rock. Big rock. 
<laughs> Go to the 26th chapter, just right next door here, Isaiah 26. And notice something, we, we touched on this uh, last week or so. And I'll be honest with you, I, I didn't notice this connection until today. The Lord said, well, look at the next verse. <laughs> and I thought, wow, how long's that been there? <laughs> 26 and 3. Now, we got into some detail about how the Lord told us, you keep this and I'll keep this. If you haven't been with us, go back and get some of the previous lessons and and we see that the Lord told them, because you've kept my word in Revelation, he said, I'm going to keep you from this judgment. And we saw Adam, when they didn't keep what the Lord gave Adam to keep, he wasn't able to keep them like he had been keeping them. They lost their garden. They lost their place. And here we, we touched on this in Isaiah 26, 3. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. Are we supposed to do something with our mind? We're supposed to keep our mind stayed on him. And what did he say he would do for us when we do that? He will keep us in perfect peace. Now actually, peace is a big word. The peace has to do with the shalom, the presence of God, and it includes everything you need to keep and make you whole and keep you fully provided for. And, and there's healing in the peace of God. You remember the woman with the issue of blood? He said, go your way. Go in peace and be whole of your plague. There's healing in the peace of God because the peace of God is the presence of God. There's healing in his presence. Look at this on the Young's Literal. Young's Literal says... An imagination supported, you fortify peace, peace. We're talking about fortification here and peace. For in thee it is confident. Keep reading. Trust ye in Jehovah forever, for in Yah Jehovah is a rock of ages. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you see the connection here? Between what? Between keeping your mind on him and him keeping you completely. Casting your cares over on him and him taking care of you. Casting your burdens on him and him sustaining you. Can you see it, saints? But what if you won't cast your cares over on him? What if you refuse and you just hold on to your worries and you fret and are anxious night and day? Can he keep you even though you're ignoring what he told you to do? Obviously not. All you got to do is look around because that's what most people are doing. Is carrying their own cares, fretting and worrying night and day, and they're not being kept. I want to be kept. Do you want to be kept? I want the 91st Psalm to come to pass in my life. From now to the end of my life. My whole race and my whole course. But I understand. I got to do what he told me to do. I've got to keep my mind on him instead of me. 
I got to keep my mind on him and what he said instead of what people said writing me ugly letters. Or somebody else's ideas or opinions. I got to keep my mind on what he said. I got to keep my mind on how he said he'd provide for me instead of the bills and the needs. I got to keep my mind on how he said he took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses and carried my pains. Instead of thinking about my aches and pains and how I feel. And this report or that report. This test or that test. It's a choice every day. Where my mind is. And whether I'm carrying a care or a burden or not. There's a lot of shifting, sinking sand. All over this world. You can sink down in it and be buried and perish. Oh, but there's a rock. I said, there's a rock in the midst of everything. I told you he's going to want to shout some on this. In the midst of all of the stuff around, there is a rock. There is the rock. The rock of ages. Cleft for me. I'm going to hide myself in thee. It's where I live. My spiritual address <laughs> is house one, the rock. That's where I live. That's where I stay. My spiritual address. <laughs> Other translations say, trust in the Lord for, let me read the whole thing. You will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast. Because he trusts in you, trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord, the Lord is the rock eternal. In God the Lord, NAS says, we have an everlasting rock. Now you'll find that repeatedly in the Psalms, in fact, you want to take some time and look at these Psalms? Three people do. You do. You do. David referred to God as his rock. He said, he's my rock, my fortress, my bulwark, my refuge, my rock. And that was real to him when people were trying to kill him. And it looked like everything was against him. It looked like there was no way out, no way to overcome. You remember when the enemy came and attacked their towns while they were gone on campaign and, and burnt their houses to the ground and took their wives and kids and everything they had and they got home and there was nothing but smoldering ash. Yep. And uh, uh, it was so bad that even David's men who normally were the most courageous and the most loyal, they talked about killing David. You know what David did in the middle of this? He encouraged himself in the Lord. He couldn't depend on them. He couldn't depend on anybody else. Hallelujah. He stayed on the rock of his salvation. He leaned himself wholly on him. And he kept telling himself. Have you read any of these Psalms? He kept telling himself. My rock is here for me. He will deliver me. He will keep me. He will protect me. And he did it long enough. Until he got a little strength in him. And got encouraged. And had enough faith to ask God what to do. And believe he could get an answer. And the Lord showed him what to do. 
And here's something amazing too. He was able to go to the guys and talk them into it. They must have seen some faith in his eyes. Is that right? When he said, boys, I've heard from God. And he told me we can find them and we can get them all back. We can get them all back. And they went and the Bible said they recovered all. They got it all back. That's nothing short of a miracle. In those days when an enemy came, they usually killed half of them just to start for no good reason. Just didn't lose a one. They recovered all. But David had a real revelation that God was his rock. I want you to notice this. In, uh, you're in Isaiah. Go to the 44th chapter. I like this. Every time I read it, it makes me smile. Isaiah 44, are you there? This is the Amplified. Isaiah 44, 6 in the Amplified. Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first, and I am the last. Besides me, there is no God. (laughs) See, it made you smile too, didn't it? (laughs) I think, God, you something. And you're right. What are all these other people praying to then? There's billions on the planet praying to other gods and doing other stuff. He said, besides me, there is no God. Who is like me? Let him stand and proclaim it, declare it, set his proofs in order before me, since I made and established the people of antiquity. Who's announced from all the things that are coming? Let him declare yet future things. Fear not, nor be afraid. Have I not told it to you from of old and declared it? Are you not my witnesses? Is there a God beside me? There is no other rock. I know not any. God, aren't you omniscient? And you don't know of any other God? He said, I don't know of any other ones. (laughs) What does that mean? There ain't no other ones. (laughs) It's what that means. And the literal word there is rock. Young's literal again says, Fear not, nor be afraid. Have I not from the time caused you to hear and declare? You're my witnesses. Is there a God beside me? Yea, there is none. A rock I have not known. There is no rock like our rock. There is no rock. There is no other. Like him. I mean, let me read this to you from some other scriptures. Don't turn there. Deuteronomy 32, 30. Well, verse 31, for time's sake. Deuteronomy 32, 31 says, Our enemies have no rock like our rock. This is the complete Jewish Bible. Deuteronomy 32, 31. Our enemies have no rock like our rock. Even they can see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whether they'll be honest about it or not, even they, people that worship other gods, even they'd say, eh, ain't no God like their God. <laughs> but they think they're stuck with their God for some reason. But they're not. No. They can come over to the only real God, the only real rock. <laughs> Don't you like that? Even they can see that. <laughs> Deuteronomy 33:26 in the Amplified. 33:26. there is none like God. O Jeshurun, 
who rides through the heavens to your help and in his majestic glory through the skies. The eternal God is your refuge and dwelling place and underneath are the everlasting arms. Oh, hallelujah. Talking about he drove out the enemy. He flew in to save you. Mm. He's the flying rock. (laughs) Oh, somebody say glory to God. Glory to God. Go to the book of Psalms, and I want us to take a few minutes and read some of these. And with what we've gone over before now, I believe it'll mean more to us. David, many of these examples, he was in a bind. He was in a bad way. And he wasn't able to read the end of the story that everything turned out okay. (laughs) In the middle of it, it looked like He's not going to live past his teenage years, his young adult years. And again and again, there were so many opportunities that uh, he had to die and be killed, just like all of us. But in Psalm 18, I want you to read this with me. I'm going to read this in the Amplified. He said, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. I love you fervently and devotedly. Oh, Lord, my strength. Keep reading. I'm going to read. Just keep till till I stop. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer, my God, my keen and firm strength, in whom I trust and take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower. You ought to say that out loud yourself. Back up to verse 2. Say it out loud. The Lord is my rock, my my fortress, my my deliverer. Don't just let these be words, empty words now. Does this mean something to him? Does it mean something to you? If you got a rock, you're going to be protected. If you got a fortress, the enemy can't get to you. Is that right? You got a deliverer, then you're going to be delivered. If you got strength, you're not going to be too weak. You're going to overcome. If you got a shield, then the arrow's not going to get you, it's going to bounce off the shield. Verse 3, I'll call upon the Lord who's to be praised, so shall I be saved from my enemies. Now this is different from, well, you just never know what God's going to do. I want you to say it out loud, I will be saved from my enemies. Faith talks radically different from most church going people today. I will call upon the Lord who is to be praised. So I shall be saved from my enemies. Keep going. The cords of bands of death surrounded me. The streams of ungodliness and torrents of ruin terrified me. Was he in a bad place? The cords of Sheol, the place of the dead, surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me and came upon me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and I cried to my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came up before him into his ears. Hallelujah. He would say, the Lord is my rock. What do you say? What do you say? He said, I cried to him. I called on him when I was in a bad, bad way. And he heard me. And then what did he do? 
you look at the other scripture, he came. The presence of God came. The shadow of the mighty rock came. And when he did, the earth quaked and rocked. And the foundations of the mountains trembled. And they shook because he was indignant and angry. Why? Because somebody was messing with me. And there went a smoke out of his nostrils and lightning out of his mouth. Why? Because somebody was messing with me. The apple of his eye. His kid. You want to see a mama get mad? You want to see a daddy get mad? You mess with their kid. Is that right? Well, nobody ever loved their baby any more than God loves his. (laughs) Keep going, keep going. He bowed the heavens and he came down. And thick darkness was under his feet. Why? Because he called. He said, I called on him to help me. He rode upon a cherub and he flew swiftly. He sped with the wings of the wind. I like to do that too. (laughs) He made darkness his secret hiding place, his pavilion round about dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. How many think his smoke's coming out of his nostrils? Lightning's coming out of his mouth. The thunder's rolling and the darkness is flowing. It's time. How many of the enemies better run? They They better leave town now. Out of the brightness before him there broke forth through his thick clouds hailstones coals of fire. Just, the Lord thundered from the heavens. The Most High uttered his voice, hailstones and coals of fire. He sent out his arrows and scattered them and flashed forth lightnings and put them to rout. Now was there ever a time when people really stood and called on God and he moved and manifested for them? In reading in the Bible. Was there a time when he showed up and fought against their enemies? There's time when he made the sun stand still. Is that right? There are times when he, he rained hail down on the enemy. Because somebody, instead of running and quitting, they stood up and called on God and were confident that he would show up. And when somebody did that, he showed up. He did. The beds of the sea appeared. Foundations of the world were laid bare to blast of the breath of your nostrils. He reached from on high. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. Does this sound like he's saving your hide? He delivered me from my strong enemy and from those who hated and abhorred me. For they were too strong for me, but God was too strong for them. Is that right? (laughs) They confronted me and came upon me in the day of calamity, but the Lord was my stay and support. Come on, say it out loud. The Lord is my stay and my support. He brought me forth into a large place. Not a tiny place. Huh? Not a little tight elbows hit the wall place. Big large place. He was delivering me because he was pleased with me and delighted in me. It goes on and on. But you can see that there is deliverance. Skip on over to uh, the 27th Psalm. I want to, don't spend too much time. You can read these for yourself anytime, of course. But draw to your remembrance. In the 27th Psalm, verse 1, I'm reading the Amplified still. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear or dread? The Lord is the refuge and stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Why would you be afraid? You either don't know that God is your refuge, 
Or you, you don't, it's not real to you. You don't really believe that he's going to show up and do anything for you. And what folks don't realize, it's that fear that would get in his way of doing it. Faith is what gives God access to us and gives us access to his great grace. And if we choose to fear and to doubt, we're not going to get the same results. We're not going to be kept the same as if we're standing up in the face of the torrent saying, God's my rock. I will not be moved. God is my refuge. He will keep me. He will sustain me. How many know when things get tough and the pressure comes on and it looks bleak is the time when you better stand up and you better get to saying something. Is that right? You better get to saying, I'm coming. we're coming through this economic problem in the country. We're coming through it. God will sustain us. I'm coming through these physical problems. I'm not going to die young. I'm not going to die middle aged with this stinking disease. God is bigger than this. I will come through it. I'm going to live a full span. Full length of days. God's my strength. God's my refuge. He's my healer. He's my provider. How many know you got to say it like you believe it? Because you got to believe it. And say it. And not quit and not waver and not doubt. And I know you need to be just as bold or bolder at your house in your bed by yourself than around around other people like this tonight. You got to be bold by yourself. You got to do what David did when nobody's encouraging you. You got to know how to encourage yourself and keep reminding yourself, reminding yourself, the Lord's my rock. He's my rock. What happens to the rock? It doesn't go anywhere. Is that right? Nothing can destroy it. Nothing can make it leave. He is the rock. There is no rock like our rock. No other. Oh, thank you, Lord. Verse 2, when the wicked, even my enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war rise against me, even in this will I be confident. Now, it's too easy for us to read that and it not mean anything. You'd have to be where David stood with a whole host of Philistines out there with one thing on their mind. Kill me. The horses are there. The chariots are there. The sharpened swords and the spears and all the arrows. And in a few minutes, everybody's going to start yelling and running toward each other. And at that time, you need to find some faith. If you expect to come out of this. I said, if you expect to come out on the other side of this. You've got to find some faith. What did he say? Did David talk faith? I said, did he talk faith? Well, y'all pray, and we'll just see whatever the Lord wants to do. And if we die, then we die. But whatever the Lord wants, you know, well, that's how you die today. And I know people think it's humility, but it's ignorance of the word. David didn't talk that way. I said he didn't talk that way. You know how he talked when he faced Goliath? How did he talk? He's a teenager. 
How did he talk? What did he say? Come on, help me out. Well, I'm, I'm going to do the best I can. And uh, he sure is a big fella. <laughs> and I just believe God, if he wanted to, he could do something here today. But you just never know. God's ways are mysterious. And I'm just going to put myself in the Lord's hands. and He can just do whatever he wants to with me. See, that sounds right to millions of church-going people, but that's not faith. Faith doesn't talk like that. How did faith tell you? Have you read the story? Have you read the story? What did David say? He said, you uncircumcised Philistine. What does that mean? You no covenant nobody. You come to me with that great big old spear and that great big old shield, I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts and I'm taking off your head today and I'm feeding your carcass to the birds and all your buddies too. Did he say it or not? Did he say it? Did he say it? (laughs) And that's exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. Faith is bold to proclaim what God will do. Because God will do what he said he would do. David obviously believes he's heard from the Lord about this. And he had. And it was that way. And can you hear the same kind of thing in this psalm? Can you see this? Can you hear this? How's he talking? The Lord is my light. He is my salvation. He is my stronghold. Who should I be afraid of? The wicked, even my enemies and my foes. They came to eat up my flesh. They stumbled and fell. Though a host encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Is it possible to be out there with all this horde getting ready to come kill you and you not be afraid? Is it possible? It's possible. Oh, you'll have feelings. Oh, man, you'll have feelings. You'll be tempted. But you've got to cast them down. You've got to throw your burden on the Lord. Is that right? You've got, to cat, you've got to throw those fears and those concerns and those worries. You've got to throw them on him and say, the Lord is my rock. The Lord is my rock. The Lord is my rock. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear. I refuse to fear. I refuse to fear. Though a host encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war rise against me, even in this I'll be confident. Hallelujah. One thing I've asked of the Lord, that will I seek and inquire, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. He's planning on having some more. To behold and gaze upon the beauty of the Lord, and to meditate, consider, and inquire of his temple. For in the day of trouble he will hide me in his shelter, in the secret place of his tent will he hide me. He will set me high upon a rock. I want you to notice, he will, he will, he will, he will, he will, he will, not he might, we'll see. He will. Somebody say, He will. He will. How about you and your family? You and your babies? You and your grandkids? Come on. How about it? How about it? He will. He will protect us. He will feed us. He will take care of us. He will heal us. He's not going anywhere. He is the rock. 
He's my rock and I live in the rock. I live under the shadow of the rock. I live on the rock. I live in the rock. <laughs> Somebody say glory to God. Glory to God. 62. Go to 62. Can you take some more of this? There's a lot more. A whole lot more. The book of Psalms is full of it. I'm just pointing out a couple. Psalm 62. Are you there? Verse 1. Truly my soul waits upon God. From him comes my salvation. Where's your help coming from? Where's your salvation coming from? It's coming from God. And if you really believe that, you quit looking at other people. And you quit putting any pressure on them to help you out, to bail you out. I'm not your rock. You're not my rock. He's my rock and he's your rock. He's my rock. God never intended we have to be dependent on each other. That I have to be dependent on a man. That you have to be dependent on a man. He's my source. That's right. He's your source. Yes, he is. It's liberating. Yes, it is. <laughs> Verse 2. He only is my rock and my salvation. He's my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. Say it out loud. He only is my rock and my salvation. He's my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. Keep on reading. Go to verse 5. Verse 5. My soul wait thou only upon God. For my expectation is from him. Are you expecting anything from God? See when people say well we'll just see whatever happens. They're not expecting anything. We're expecting something. We're expecting a lot of things in fact. My soul wait thou only upon God. For my expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He's my defense. I shall not be moved. He said it twice. We ought to say it again. Say it out loud. He only is my rock and my salvation. He's my defense. I shall not be moved. I shall not be moved. I shall not be moved. That means the wind may blow and the rain may pelt. Come on. Folks may line up and cuss and say things and this and that, but I'm in the rock. I'm in the rock. I'm in the rock. The rock's around me. The rock's over me. Hallelujah. The rock's under me. He's not going anywhere. I'm in him, so I'm not going anywhere. He only is my rock and my salvation, my defense. I shall not be moved. In God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength, and my refuge is in God. Verse 8, trust in him at all times. When? 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 When do you want to be protected? So when do you need trust in him? Keep your mind Stayed on him. If you're trusting in him, your mind's on him. And if your mind's on him, then you're more conscious of how big he is and faithful he is than whatever's coming against you. If you lose your peace and you begin to freak out, it's because your problem is more real to you than your rock. 
And it's because your mind's not on your rock. Your mind's on your problem. And you're not casting your burden on the Lord. And you're not keeping your mind stayed on Him. So you are genuinely in danger. You're taking yourself out from under the rock. You don't want to leave the rock. You want to stay in the rock. We don't visit the rock on Sunday morning and Friday evening. We live here. We live in the rock. Trusting Him at all times. People pour out your heart before Him. God is a refuge for us. Think about that. (laughs) Psalm 71. Now I know your flesh may get a little tired. It's Friday night. Some people got up early. But your spirit needs this. I said, and don't think, well, I I got the idea you're trying to communicate, Reverend, uh, 30 minutes ago. (laughs) No, 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 no. This is not about you logging some information in your head. This is about living faith coming up in your spirit. And it can get stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And you know how it's working? Because it'll push all the fear out of you. It will push the dread about tomorrow out of you. Some people will talk to you about things being tough. And you just all you can think is my rock. My rock. It's nice here on the rock. It's rocky out there. But, but here in the rock, it's actually sandy. But here on the rock, it's good every day. In Psalm 71, I want you to notice this with, with what we've seen in mind now. I want you to see the psalmist. We're going to read in the Amplified. Start here in verse 1. He is keeping his mind on the Lord. He's keeping his mind stayed on him. He's actually demonstrating how how to do it. You want to see this? Because if it worked for him, it worked for us. He said, in you, Lord, do I put my trust and confidently take refuge. Let me never be put to shame or confusion. Should you be saying on a regular basis, Lord, I'm trusting you. I'm confidently taking refuge in you. Keep reading, keep reading. Deliver me in your righteousness and cause me to escape. Bow down your ear to me and save me. Sounds like David's in a jam again. Needing some help. Be to me a rock of refuge in which to dwell. And a sheltering stronghold to which I may continually resort. Which you've appointed to save me for you are my rock. And my fortress. Come on say it with him. For you are my rock. And my fortress. Keep reading. Rescue me oh my God. Out of the hand of the wicked. Out of the grasp of the unrighteous. And ruthless man. What if it's not his will? (laughs) Sounds like that idea never crossed David's mind. Keep going. Keep going. You are my hope oh Lord God. You are my trust from my youth. And the source of my confidence. Upon you have I leaned and relied from birth. You are he who took me from my mother's womb. And you have been my benefactor from that day until right now. My praise is continually of 
You. Now this is one of the easiest ways to keep your mind stayed on him. Come on, is everybody awake? To keep your mind stayed on him. And to continually cast your care over on. When something's trying to worry you and trying to bother you, don't sit there and think about it silently. Start praising God. Huh? Start praising God and saying things like, God is my refuge. God is my strength and my fortress. He's my unfailing provider. He's my great rock refuge protector. He always keeps me and praise him. I'm as a wonder and surprise to many. <laughs> There's a lot of folks wondering about me. But you're not wondering about me, God, because you are my strong refuge. Is he keeping the Lord more on his mind than all the problems that are coming against him? Keep going. My mouth will be filled with your praise and with your honor. Every Friday night. Every day. All the day. All the day. Then, it, then is he casting his burden on the Lord? And is he keeping his mind stayed on him? This is how you do it. Keep going. Cast me not off, nor send me away in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength is spent and my powers fail. Keep going. For my enemies talk against me. Those who watch for my life consult together. Saying God's forsaken him. Persecute and take him. There's none to deliver him. Keep going. Oh God be not far from me. Oh God hurry up and help me. Yes. Hurry up. Make haste. That's what it means. Make haste means hurry up. You're going to tell God to hurry up. <laughs> it is written. It's right here. I said it's right here. Well, that that bug religious-minded folks, wouldn't it? They go, say what? Tell God to hurry up. He did. He said, hurry up, God. I need help. I need it right now. (laughs) Let them be put to shame and consumed her adversaries to my life. Let them be covered with reproach, scorn, dishonor, who seek and require my hurt. But I will hope, that's an expectation, confident expectation, continually. What's he looking for? Is he expecting to go down? No. He's looking for deliverance. Yes. He's looking for protection yes. and provision yes. and victory. And I'm going to hope continually. And I'm going to praise you. Yes. Yes. Yet more and more. You think I've been praising God. I'm about to do it some more. I'm going to turn it up a notch. Is this how you get delivered? It is. You get your mind off of the problems and you keep your mind on him and you talk about how he's your protector and you praise him more and more and you just expect something good to happen continually. My mouth will tell of your righteous acts, of your deeds of salvation all the day for their number is more than I know. Keep going. I will come in the strength And with the mighty acts of the Lord God, I will mention and praise your righteousness, even yours alone. Oh God, you've taught me from my youth, and hitherto I've declared your wondrous works. Even when I'm old and gray-headed. That means you're not dying here on the battlefield today. 
That means you're not dying with this so-called terminal disease. That means you're not dying when somebody's got a gun in your face threatening you. Come on, are you listening? That means I'm not dying today. I'm going to make it till I am old and gray-headed. Forsake me not. Keep me alive until I have declared your mighty strength to this generation and your might and power to all that are come. When you're a hundred and whatever, you say, well, I tell you, sonny boy, what you got to do is quit talking that unbelief. And you got to say, God is my refuge and my fortress. <laughs> Your righteousness, oh God, is high. You've done great things, oh God. Who is like you? Who is your equal? Somebody say, nobody. God himself said he couldn't find anybody. Well, it's all good. It's all good. But uh, in 73, I want you to just notice this. I rejoiced over this today. Psalm 73 and 23. Amplify it again. 73, 23. He said, nevertheless, I am continually with you. You do hold my right hand. You will guide me with your counsel, and afterward receive me to honor and glory. When it comes time to step out of this life, God is going to take you by the hand and walk you right through this thing. You got no reason to be afraid. At that moment, you're going to have less fear and less trepidation than you've ever had in your entire existence. You'll guide, say it out loud, you will guide me with your counsel. And afterward, receive me to honor and glory. He said, whom have I in heaven but you? I have no delight or desire on earth besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the rock and firm strength of my heart and my portion forever. Young's literal says... You're the rock of my heart. Don't you like that? You're the rock of my heart. My strength. You're the strength of my heart. You're the strength of my inside. And when I'm weak, in you I'm still going to be strong. Because your grace is sufficient. Is that right? Hallelujah. Greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. And I can do all. That means I can make it through this. Sit out loud, I can do all things. I can do all things. I can do all things. Through the anointed one. Through Christ. Who strengthens me. Oh, hallelujah. Stand on your feet, everybody. Oh, Lord, we worship you. We give you glory. We give you praise. We magnify you. Just lift your hands and begin to praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Come on, let's lift our hands. And let's praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Come on, just lift your hands. Let's praise the Lord. Let's worship the Lord. Oh, Father, we worship you. Oh, we worship you. Oh, just lift your hands and say, I worship you, Lord. Oh, Lord, I give you glory. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Tell him out loud. Say, Lord, you're my rock. You're my fortress. You're my refuge. You're my deliverer. You do keep me. You always keep me. Oh, hallelujah. Don't be in too big of a rush now. Just praise him some. Lift your hands. Lift your voices. Lift your hands. Lift your voice. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. You are my rock. You're my rock. You're my rock. You're my rock and my fortress. Oh, yes, you are. 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 Hallelujah. This ministry has been brought to you today free of charge by the partners of More Life Ministries and Faith Life Church. If you would like to help send this word to others at no charge, you can become a word sender today. For more information, visit our website at morelife.org.